Hello and welcome to another edition of Dual Candle Radio with Lenora Sarver. We've got another great show. Stay tuned in. Hello, everyone. I hope you all are doing well this week. Everyone's kept. Your needs are met. God is with you. And that you are highly blessed. So this week, I'm going to break the show up into segments like I have been and naming those. So hopefully they're easier to navigate through and listen to the parts that you want to hear the most out of the show. So hopefully that's working out well for you. It's definitely been working out well for me because anything I can do to stay organized, that's the goal. But we have uh, a little bit to talk about today. It's going to be around some news stories, stuff like that. Um, but other than that, let's get started. I know uh, we definitely have our hands tied <clears throat> and full because there's always something to pray for, always something to look out for. Um, this particular story was um, published September 22nd at 3.03 p.m., um, and it's by the Washington Post. What I will say is, uh, and it's interesting because I actually had a coworker ask me, I was telling, uh, this individual about my show and they're like, why don't you say anything about the vaccine or something like that? And I'm like, well, that's what is mostly getting people shadow banned and censored and fact checked and everything else. So I've kind of steered away from that. Because I really don't have to do much to get shadow banned or censored as it is. I mean, my prophecies and what I've been speaking forth has been doing jumping jacks all over this administration's policies and ridiculous rules and rollouts and mandates. And yeah, they don't like that. So they try to hush it. So, but, you know, every week so far I've been on Spotify uh, rocking it out best way I can. But this particular thing, I'm just going to make a couple comments, but I'm going to put information out there and I'm going to let you all be the judge. I think this is really challenging information, personally. And it's interesting how all these different governments try to play God. They don't want to serve God. They don't want to acknowledge God or honor God, but they sure want to play God. And guess what? They're falling short because they'll never be God. There's only one, and he's doing a great job. You could probably take some lessons from him if you would uh, maybe repent, humble yourself, and put your eyes on him. Then you would have what you needed to get through without trying to be him, play him, or go around him. But basically, the name of this article is China's Quest for Human Genetic Data Spurs Fears of the DNA Arms Race. Now, why do we have a DNA arms race to begin with? What is the purpose of this? Why do we need to collect all this data? Are we building another army that's fresh out of the lab using, you know, people's DNA that's already here on the planet so they get the rap and not these people or whatever they are built out of the lab. Who knows? But anyways, it says the pandemic helped China scoop up DNA from countries around the world. Now, I'm sure a lot of you have heard about, oh, well, there's, you know, China's trying to scoop up all the information and stuff through, uh, say, TikTok and places like that. You know, I can see how that happens. But at the same time, if you're leaving the door open, people are going to walk through it. So maybe we should be looking at the one leaving the door open. Hmm? Just an idea. Either way. It says, in Serbia, most of Europe was in lockdown in April 2020. And, you know, pretty much here in the States we were too. And I think, um, if I remember right, all of April we were on lockdown. So it seemed like it was a whole month. Um... But it says, when a plane arrived in the Serbian capital bearing a well-timed gift from the People's Republic of China. Inside was a Chinese invention called the FireEye, a sophisticated portable lab that could detect coronavirus infections from tiny genetic fragments the pathogen leaves behind. Hmm. 
And then it says, at that, as Serbian soon discovered, was the least of its capabilities. The fired-eyed excelled not only at cracking the genetic, genetic codes for viruses, but also for humans. The machines that can decipher genetic instructions contained within the cells of every person on Earth. According to its Chinese inventors, in late 2021, with the pandemic still raging, Serbian officials announced they were working with a Chinese company to convert the lab into a permanent facility with plans to harvest and curate the entire genomes or genetics blueprints of Serbian citizens. Okay, as if you guys don't know, harvesting is a real thing. People harvest body parts. People harvest anything that we need on a in-demand basis. They have the ability to harvest it now in a lab. So if you need a new set of eyes, I'm sure give it time. We'll have that harvested soon enough. And it's not just a farmer harvesting the crops. These are people, scientists in labs, harvesting human pieces, parts. It's not really human anymore because they're creating it. So, and they're deriving it from a mixture of things from different animals. And, you know, it, the list goes on to an extent. But those of you who live in Serbia, well then guess what? There's probably a genetic blueprint of you floating around China somewhere. Just so you know. So when you start getting ridiculous charges probably here in the future because somebody used you, remade you, and then caused you to do bad things, well then, this is where I would check. If not, it's just another conspiracy theory that will be debunked, I'm sure, one day, if I don't do it or somebody else. So Serbia scientists were thrilled, and the country's prime minister praised China for giving the Balkan country the most advanced institute for precision medicine and genetics in the region. Yet now, China's FireEye Labs scores, of which were donated or sold to foreign countries during the pandemic, <laughs> are attracting the attention of Western intelligence agencies amid growing unease about China's intentions. Some analysts perceive China's largest as part of a global attempt to tap into new sources of highly valuable human DNA data in countries around the world. I mean, when, when does it end? When do we finally get something that says, hey, your information, your data, your DNA is safe and it won't be hacked into, it won't be sold, it won't be redistributed or replicated or brought into another human being, whether if it be a lab-grown one, etc. When do we get the satisfaction that says, hey, our information is safe. No, our information is not safe. We are in a time of the world right now <clears throat> that there are so many data breaches. Everything that you thought was private is now exposed, being sold, tampered with everything else. This is where we are. This is why whenever the mark is finally introduced to the masses, to the people, that... Uh, they're more likely to grab onto it for an identity protection type thing than any other thing. And there'll be, you know, tons of other cases of, you know, it being easier and stuff like that. But the main thing is identity. You're not going to be able to steal that kind of identity. Possibly. Depends on how they go about it. If they do like the, like a QR code, um, a digital tattoo with a, um, unusual ink, you can do that. Um, if they do, like the little capsule tracking devices or chips that they have, that's one way, but basically you'd have to get inside the person to take it out to take it. But as we become more technological, we are more subject to hacking and our data being exposed to whomever. There's no telling. And stories like this isn't exactly reassuring. But it says, <clears throat> Some analysts perceive China's largies as a part of a global attempt to tap into new sources of highly viable human DNA. So 
to have access to this should not be allowed in my book. I think if you have DNA databanks in your country, that should be guarded on like the way Fort Knox is guarded here in the States. That should be guarded because this is the people of your country. This is the backs that is paying for the administrations to stay in office, for the taxes to get paid. This is what is going on. So it just makes sense to take care of the people who are taking care of you. Not necessarily, it seems. So that collection effort underway for more than a decade has included the acquisition of U.S. genetics companies, as well as sophisticated hacking operations, U.S. and Western intelligence officials say. But more recently, it received an unexpected boost from the coronavirus pandemic. <clears throat> which created opportunities for Chinese companies and institutes to distribute gene sequencing machines and build partnerships for genetic research in places where Beijing previously had little to no access, officials said. Amid the pandemic, FireEye Labs would proliferate quickly, spreading to four continents and more than 20 countries, from Canada to Saudi Arabia, from Ethiopia, South Africa to Australia. Several, like the one in Belgrade, now function as permanent genetic testing centers. See, that's the thing. On a side note from the article, as they roll out the mark of the beast, folks, your genetic testing, your DNA profile is already in the beast. If you think they're just keeping all this in the labs, no. They're actually creating a mega computer type database to hold everybody's information in. And as long as you have DNA to back that up, then the information will be held in there. As far as what all the details of this is, I don't know unless I actually do research on it to give you more estimates and definites. But... <clears throat> it's going to be very easy to track you down and it's going to be very easy to tell if you haven't taken the mark or if you have just a heads up. Then it says COVID-19 said one senior U S intelligence analyst who closely tracks China's biotechnology sector was the door. And let me tell you something. This was the door for a lot. It was the door for the great reset. It was a door for rolling out several different new strategies, policies, freedoms, rights. I mean, basically others are getting rights. The majority are getting them taken away. They use this for a multifaceted way. And what I mean by multifaceted is they didn't, didn't just choose one way. They used as many ways as they could to roll out the next phase of living. And they needed something just catastrophic, like what we've gone through to bring it to pass because basically people aren't just going to up and change this easily. You're going to have to have some sort of force that's bigger than a lot of the people than a lot of the minds that are behind this to bring forth what is needed to roll out this new way of living. <clears throat> but it says a spokes, uh, a spokesman for Chinese embassy in Washington rejected any suggestion that Chinese companies had improperly gained access to genetic data. The spokesman um, said the FireEye labs helped many countries battle a dangerous pandemic and continue to play a vital role in screening for cancer and other diseases. BGI Group, the based company that makes FireEye labs, which is Shizin based, said it has no access to genetic information collected by the lab it helped create in Serbia. But U.S. officials note that BGI was picked by Beijing to build and operate the China National Gene Bank, a vast and growing government-owned repository that now includes genetic data drawn from millions of people around the world. The Pentagon last year officially listed BGI as one of the several Chinese military companies. Oh, that's nice. A military company. Beautiful. Operating in the United States and a 2021 U.S. intelligence assessment linked the company to the Beijing 
directed global effort to obtain even more human DNA, including from the United States. So <clears throat> I may not need to do much, much research because basically it says it right here. What we have going on, genetic data. And gene banks. So basically, I mean, whenever we do get to the mark, the rollout of it, it's probably going to happen right before the people's eyes, right under their noses, like everything else is happening because everybody's on autopilot. Everybody's, you know, got the rectal cranial syndrome going on. And this is happening all around us. And nobody's stepping up to the plate saying anything. <laughs> Either way. It says the U.S. government also has blacklisted Chinese subsidiaries of BGI for allegedly helping analyze genetic material gathered inside China to assist government crackdowns on the country's ethnic and religious minorities. Did we just hear that? The U.S. government also has blacklisted Chinese subsidiaries of BGI for allegedly helping analyze genetic material gathered inside China to assist government crackdowns on countries, ethnic and religious minorities. Hmm. Hmm. So here's the deal. <clears throat> Say the mark rolls out and they need to locate you. And if they can't locate you by the tracing of your DNA or the trail or tracking of it, well, then they already have a gene bank with the last recorded bit of data of you and they will find you. And it's amazing how they're wanting to zone in on religious minorities. Anybody who would oppose a I'm the God, worship me theme of government. Things are really getting evil. I mean, just flat out evil and disgusting. But then it goes on to say, uh, BGI, in a statement to the Washington Post, characterized the U.S. actions against the company as impacted by misinformation. <laughs> and said BGI Group does not condone and would never be involved in any human rights abuses. Okay, so you're going to just crack down on your, you know, religious and ethnic groups. Okay, but, you know, that, that that's not abusing any human rights by no means. I mean, my personal thoughts... Just how they handled COVID-19 and this pandemic and everything else has abused human rights right and left globally. But that's just me and my big mouth and my opinion. So stay tuned in if you want to hear more. <laughs> Either way. <clears throat> it says, none of BGI Group is state-owned or state-controlled, and all of the BGI Group's services and research are provided for civilian and scientific purposes, the company said. <laughs> Beijing's drive to sweep up DNA from across the planet has occasionally stirred controversy, particularly after a 2021 Reuters series about aspects of the project. Chinese academics and military scientists have also attracted attention by debating the feasibility of creating biological weapons that might someday target populations based on their genes. Mm. Genetic-based Weapons are regarded by experts as a distant prospect at best, and some of the discussion appears to have been prompted by official paranoia about whether the United States and other countries are exploring such weapons. <clears throat> this is basically a race of for DNA dominance. That is what this is. It says U.S. intelligence officials believe China's global effort is mostly about beating the West economically, but not militarily. There is no public evidence that Chinese companies have used foreign DNA for reasons other than scientific research. China has announced plans to become the world's leader in biotechnology by 2035, and it regards genetic information sometimes called the new gold 
as a crucial ingredient in a scientific revolution that could produce thousands of new drugs and cures. <laughs> if it wins the technological race, China stands to gain significant economic and strategic leverage against its chief rival, the United States. <laughs> so it's all about who gets to be the big boss, who gets to, you know, dominate the world. Like, it's typical. Really typical. And I'm looking over the graph now because on the article about halfway through, they have a graph of where the Serbia's um, lab um, establishments are. And it looks like Canada, South Africa, Australia, full of them, parts of Europe. This is, we're just on the cusp of beginning to understand and unravel what genes do. Whoever gets there first is going to control a lot of really amazing things, but there's also potential for misuse. Yeah, because basically if you're already gathering this kind of information and you're going to be singling out with bio weaponry or bio warfare, specific gene holding individuals, that is individuals with specific gene patterns. Folks, how does Jesus change our gene patterns? This is something we should, I should probably do a show on in the future is how Jesus impacts just the flesh and our overall being, our bodies, our minds, our hearts. You know, he, he re-sculpts on the potter's wheel every single piece of us. We are brand new when he is done. But will his work reflect through our genes, our DNA? Will we be able to be picked out of a crowd simply because of our Jesus or our God-like DNA. This is something to think about. How would we be recognized? Huh. It says, uh, in 2015, Beijing announced its Made in China 2025 plan, which listed biotechnology as a top target for government investment and a pillar of the country's economic future. A year later, as a step forward to fulfilling that vision, the ruling Communist Party launched a $9 billion program intended to make China a global leader in genetic sciences, starting with a massive effort to collect and analyze human DNA. At the time, the discovery of gene editing tools such as CRISPR, which is C-R-I-S-P-R, was raising hopes for novel cancer cures and possible treatments for hereditary diseases. Long considered incurable, with hefty investments in the field, China signaled that it intended to compete and win in the international competition to bring new gene-based medicines and therapeutics to the market. Now, I, ha I have to question that. <clears throat> is it gene-based medicines? Or are we engineering DNA? Just look at the mRNA and a lot of these vaccines rolling out. And I tried to do research on that and I couldn't find exactly what the mRNA was made of. But it's still raising a red flag. And I'm going to keep looking. I figured out how they, they create the vaccines and stuff like that. <clears throat> but as far as what the main ingredient the mRNA is, is it related to this? Do they have gene banks and labs where they're studying the DNA to the point to where they can curate and create vaccines or even mRNA on the fly that is specifically tailored to the genes that we have in our bodies? Let's see. Because a lot of this is undecided to me. Because basically they don't have mainstream hardcore evidence on a lot of this stuff. And I get why. Because a lot of the countries are starting to close down on news stories and stuff like that. They're, you know, if you go to Canada, you know, they're, they're, a lot of them don't even have access to news stories anymore. About after all that crackdown and stuff they had a couple months ago. So you have a lot of people who are stuck living in the dark. They're rolling out all these new things. You don't know 
all the innards and details of what they're rolling out. You just go by, well, this is how it's going to benefit you. And then they leave it at that. They have a beautiful description about nothing. And they expect you to buy it and just go with it because that's what everybody's doing. <sighs> I don't know about you, <clears throat> but I think in this kind of essence, it's not just a female woman thing who needs details, okay? I think this is a human race thing that needs details. What are you doing with our bodies? What are you doing with our DNA? And when is it ours? And when, when do we get the chance to say, hands off? <laughs> or is that even an option for us? Uh, but then it goes on to say, getting to that critical mass of data is not easy because not just any DNA will do. To develop drugs for a global market, China needs highly diverse sources of genetic information along with individual pa patient histories, which provide critical context, researchers say. So beginning early in the past decade, China began to ramp up its acquisition of such records. So this has been going on probably, I want to say since the early 2000s. They've been tossing this around, trying to gather everything together, and here we are. It says in 2013, Complete Genomics, a San Jose company and a U.S. leader in gene sequencing technology, was purchased for $118 million by the BGI Group, a Chinese company formerly called Beijing Genomics Institute. At the time, BGI was in the process of constructing the China National Gene Bank, which it would manage on Beijing's behalf as the country's first national-level storage facility for genetic information. It also had been bolstered by a 1.5 million cash infusion from the China Development Bank to fuel its quest to become a global competitor in the booming market for genetic sequencing equipment. BGI, in a statement to the Post, said its corporate family is engaged in globally recognized scientific research and adherence to all required laws and regulations, and it has provided crucial help to countries fighting COVID-19 and other health crises. We believe in transparent, collaborative research and openly sharing results, BGI said. This approach, carried out to global scientific and ethical standards, had underpinned our work since the Human Genome Project in 1999. Mm -hmm. I knew it had been since the early 2000s. And then it says, and has led to major advances in life sciences as well as a better understanding of biodiversity and the human world around us. <clears throat> but then it goes on to say, during the same period, U.S. law enforcement officials were tracking hacking attempts involving companies with large troves of genetic data. A Justice Department indictment in 2019 accused Chinese operative of illegally accessing patients' databases at four U.S. companies. The hackers are believed to have siphoned the private healthcare data, including DNA information, of more than 80 million Americans, according to prosecutors. So if you want to know what people are doing with your data after they've hacked it or else after you've, you know, lived through a data breach, and there's been quite a few data breaches. I mean, it's been insane how, oops, we had a data breach. The best we can have you do is call, you know, your credit, your creditors and the credit companies and stuff like that and tell them, oh, yeah, well, I've just had a data breach. You just had to put a watcher on my account. You know, there has been no benefits paid to these people. There's been no further protection. All we get is a oops and we're fixing the problem. Well, actually, you're not fixing the problem because now people 80 million Americans worth of people, all their information and their data is out on the, on the table for people to buy and sell on the black market or third party, you know, distribution. Where is our protection as people? None of us has to be here. The least they can do is do what they can to protect our data. But who am I? It's my first day every day, you know? 
But it says fears about China's misuse of DNA data has triggered a backlash in North America and Europe in recent years. BGI, whose products include a popular neonatal genetic screening kit called Nifty, sold in more than 50 countries, has come under scrutiny amid concerns that China might exploit the private health information of millions of pregnant women. Jeez. Norway's National Consumer Council last year issued a warning to women using these tests, citing the risk that private information might be accessed by the Chinese government. Health officials in Germany and Slovenia also said they were investigating potential misuse of data from the neonatal tests by China. BGI says no personal data from Nifty tests were, you know, was retained by the company or transferred to China. The pandemic presented China's biotechnology firms with an unexpected opportunity. In January 2020, less than a month after Chinese officials reported the first illnesses from a novel coronavirus in Wuhan, China, BGI Group became involved in early efforts to to decipher the entire genome of what became known as SARS-CoV-2 within weeks. BGI would quickly follow up by offering commercial tests for the new virus and china would donate millions of its test kits to countries around the world hmm wasn't that nice was it for us or was it for them you gotta wonder because half the time people don't just help people they always have an agenda or a motive behind their help This is also in January 2020, amid the virus's rapid spread across the planet. BGI unveiled a new portable coronavirus coronavirus testing facility called Huoyan in Mandarin, FireEye in English. The name is derived from a mythical Chinese monkey king who could see through disguises to spot imposters in the royal palace. Looky there. So over the following months, BGI would manufacture about 100 labs, 100 folks, in different configurations. The most visually striking are air labs, which are contained with a shell of soft plastic that can be quickly inflated like a moon bounce at a children's party. The lab's interiors are outfitted with sophisticated machines built for what the company calls high-throughput nucleic acid detection. A company shareholder's report describes the lab as an all-in-one system that also builds a genetic cloud computing platform through comprehensive use of big data. BGI said the sophisticated gear was in keeping with the company's belief in the open sharing of scientific tools and discoveries to provide the greatest benefits for all humanity. But a 2020 report by the U.S.-China Economic and Security Review Commission offered a harsher assessment of the FireEye Lab's purpose. These labs, the report said, are providing China research with genetic data to serve Chinese ambitions to dominate the biotech market. Okay, these weren't the balloons flying over, were they? I mean, you know, I have to ask. Since nobody really even said what the balloons were, they just said, oh, it's from China. And that was it. Were they going around gathering up things for their little gene bank? Huh. You know, and that's the thing is, is the modern population is left to piece together information on their own and hope they get it right and hope they're not hushed or censored or shadow banned or, you know, called a conspiracy theorist because we have so much gaps in our information nowadays. We can't get a straight story about anything to save anybody's life. But I tell you what, nothing's safe anymore, guys. Nothing's safe. And the best thing we can do is just surround ourselves with more and more prayer as we go on. I'm going to take a quick break. Be right back. You know, with everything going on, there's a lot of stuff going on. And I know, I know what the motive and I know what the strategy is, is to have so many things going on. Nobody can keep up with anything and, and then everything else is happening and nobody can keep track of anything long enough to know for sure what's happening. But that's how you keep the people confused. That's how you keep the people at bay. That's how you keep the masses down. Leave them in the dark. 
That's usually how things work. You know, just this week alone, I'm looking at all the weather reports and I'm seeing this hurricane, that hurricane, that tropical storm, this tropical storm, and then I'm seeing them disappear. Poof! And then here's this one, and here's that one. I can say over the past week alone, I've sat there and I've watched five different storms, if not more. And it's amazing how everything that's happening is going on. But, you know, I haven't heard, and I've been praying and stuff, and I haven't heard anything about the winter yet. What I am hearing so far is January is going to be the make or break. Um, what I have been seeing, and I don't even know what it is fully that I'm seeing, because I've tried to do research on it, and I cannot get any clear-cut grounds on what it is I'm seeing in the visions. I've had two visions the last week, and I don't know what to make out of it. But what it looks like is a cold dome in the mix of a vortex doubling. <clears throat> so you don't just have one vortex. You have a few within this dome. And what I was seeing is it was warm and rainy one minute in one of the visions, and then all of a sudden everything turned to ice within seconds. And I thought, okay, what is this? What does it mean? I have no idea what it is. But I saw like a vortex coming in, like a polar type vortex. It was super cold, but then there was something else coming in behind it. So any kind of warmth, anything was immediately frozen as soon as it hit. I have no idea what this is. I cannot get any clear cut answers at the moment. So I'm still praying over it. But what I'm hearing is January is going to be another big one like we had last year. Um, so far, we haven't seen the fluctuation that in the temperatures, like what I saw um, a couple months ago, about warm one day, hot, then cold the next day, etc. But we've had a cold blast, and now we're going back to a warm blast. And what's interesting is God is really not talking about snow at this point. So the one thing that he's revealed to me so far is just about that that strange double type vortex. That's the best way I can explain it. But <clears throat> these things are super dangerous. And the reason why I say they're super dangerous is because one minute it's nice, warm, and a little bit of rain. And then the next minute, frozen solid. So, folks, if you're out driving in something like this, you're literally going to slide off the road. Especially if you hit this kind of ice. Um, we will see. I wish I could explain the visions more, but <laughs> hey, guess what? Like I've said in previous shows before, I am not a meteorologist. I am just a prophet, that's it. No more, no less. And it's self-proclaimed at that. So, here we are. Um, but I am definitely going to stay in prayer and try to see what else is going on with this. Because if this is the case, this is quite unusual. And another thing that God did say is expect tornadoes in unusual places throughout winter. Throughout winter. Okay, so basically, whatever schedules they were on, and what I mean by schedules is basically you'll have certain parts of the year where you're, you'll have hurricanes. You'll have certain parts of the year where you, you'll have wildfires. You'll have certain parts of the year where you'll have snow. Okay, when it comes to the tornadoes, which is normally like a springtime up into fall, it's going to be year-round. So get bear down, get ready. And what's interesting is we're not just going to have one type of tornado. Um, one of the things that I saw after um, my visions this past week is I was looking around trying to figure out what a vortex was. And then what came up in my news feed was a tornado vortex, which was a like a multi-funnel tornado. And I've had visions of that and dreams, dreams as well um, years ago. So I, that's coming to pass. 
Whether it's happened before, I don't know, because I remember when I had the dreams, I was looking it up, trying to figure it out, and all I could find was Photoshop pictures of a multi-funnel tornado. I didn't know it was called a tornado vortex. So, just trying to explain as much as possible what I see as far as what's coming ahead. <clears throat> but yeah, all the... Um, all the other things that we're dealing with, the flooding, you know, tropical storms, stuff like that, that's going to keep riding until it's complete. So just bear down, get ready. That's the best thing I could do there. Um, as far as the intensity of all the catastrophic events that we're having, we're coming up on another year. We are going up on another times three level. Get ready. That's the best thing I can tell you there. But that is what I have as far as a prophetic update for right now until I f hear something else, till I see something else, till I dream something else. It's, this is a very insane but amazing time to be alive. Just hang on to, hang on to the Lord, hang on to what you got left, bear down and ride it out. Be right back. All right, we've got about 20 minutes left of the show. Let's finish her up. Okay, this... I tell you what, there's a difference between doing stuff, conspiracy theorists calling you out, and then you call them conspiracy theorists, and you say, nope, that wasn't me, it's not what you see, that's not what you think. It's totally something different. There's a difference between that and straight telling on yourself through a news article. Okay, no matter how much they try to sway the people, pull the wool over them, and everything else, God grants us something very important, very sincere, genuine. And not only is it unmatchable, you cannot buy this anywhere. And it's called a sound mind. Yes, that is what God grants us whenever we are born again and created new made new he grants us a sound mind to get us through many of the things right now has got the modern citizen the modern person wondering and is this me am i being gaslighted am i seeing what i'm seeing they are made to doubt their reality because of how bizarre, off-the-wall, and strange everything is getting. But let me tell you something. When you're a believer, the Lord has granted you a sound mind, and through that is great stability. Hang on to that, and that will see you through. Life is not getting easier. Things are not getting easier. And with that... We got to hold on to the Lord with all we have at this point. And there's a lot of people who don't even watch the news. They don't care. They don't want to know. It's too confusing. It's too much. They don't want to get caught up in the, the rabbit holes or would you like the blue pill or the red pill today? Yeah, they don't want it. But I tell you, even scripture says to keep watch. So you may know the hour in which the Lord doth come. Now, it doesn't mean you have to watch the news every single day or try to put heads and tails out of, you know, all this information. But it pays to know when to get yourself ready. And if you're not ready, then now's a good time. Trust me. Okay, so this article is going to be out of Scientific American. <clears throat> it says, it's time to engineer the sky. Okay, we have a main theme name that I would like to put on everything right now, and that is engineering. Everything is being engineered from DNA to climate. Everything is being manipulated or as they put engineered. <laughs> but it says, global warming is so rampant that some scientists say 
we should begin altering the stratosphere to block incoming sunlight, even if it jeopardizes rain and crops. Okay, so let's just save humanity. Let's not worry about feeding them. That makes a whole lot of sense. Honey, yeah, I haven't heard anything yet. Just stay tuned in. It goes on to say, on the crisp afternoon of February 12, 2023, two men parked in a Winnebago by a field outside Reno, Nevada. They lit a portable grill and barbecued a fist-sized mound of yellow powdered sulfur, creating a steady stream of colorless sulfur dioxide, SO2, gas. Rotten egg fumes permeated the air as they used a shop vac to pump the gas into a balloon about the diameter of a beach umbrella. Then they added enough helium to the balloon to take it aloft, attached a camera and GPS sensor, and released it into the sky. They tracked the balloon for the next several hours as it rose into the stratosphere and drifted far to the southwest crossing over the Sierra Nevada mountains before popping and releasing its gaseous contents. The contraption plummeted into a cow pasture near Stockton, California. Okay. There's just so much in this one paragraph. So much. Now you got a bunch of guys riding around with a portable grill, and hopefully they didn't give the grill to their friends to use to grill hot dogs afterwards, because God knows what that's going to taste like with hot dogs. <clears throat> and yes, the weird people you saw riding around the park, yes, they're up to something. And then here we are putting all this stuff into the sky, but then we're going to charge every other citizen, you know, fees on a... You know, their gases and everything else that they're putting into the air. Because since, since humans did it, you know. So they're going to ride around and put all this in the air, knowing that we're having all these carbon trails we're having to keep up with now and, and eliminate so we don't get fines and charges and extra taxes and all this. And then we have them going over, you know, some of our national parks, it looks like. And then we have it landing in a cow pasture. Were there cows in the pasture? Are cows supposed to be ingesting this? I mean, this has been our staple for years. Cows, steak, beef. I mean, if we have this kind of stuff going on in the air, no wonder why they're dying off. But the people did it, okay? It's not the people going out doing the research. They're not contributing, it's just the people that did it. <clears throat> then it goes on to say the balloon released only a few grams of SO2, but the act was a brazen demonstration of something long considered taboo, injecting gases into the stratosphere to try to slow global warming. Once released, SO2 reacts with the water vapor to form droplets that become suspended in the air, a type of aerosol and act as tiny mirrors reflecting incoming sunlight back to space. And then we have some founders here of Solar Geoengineering Company. And the, the Solar Geoengineering Company is named Make Sunsets. Oh, we can make our own sunsets now, huh? Okay. Well, obviously, all of us making all this different stuff is messing up the climate even more. And maybe we should just leave it to God. But no, 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 we're not going to leave it to God. Oh, no, no, anybody but God, you see. And then it says, uh, founders of the solo geoengineering company, Make Sunsets, had sold cooling credits. Yes, you heard it right. Cooling credits. To companies and individuals, a $10 purchase would fund the release of a gram of SO2, which they said would offset the warming effects of a metric ton of atmospheric carbon dioxide for a year. For a year. They had planned a launch in Mexico, but switched to the U.S. after the Mexican government forbade them. <clears throat> okay. Now we look at what a gram of this stuff can do just the atmosphere, up to a year. And these people are out in a field with a portable grill releasing 
And I like how it says the balloon only released only a few grams, just, just a few grams. Yeah. Only. I like how they downsize how much the balloon released when basically if a gram wards off what's going on in the stratosphere for a year, then what does only a few grams do? I mean, all I can say is here we have these people <clears throat> on February 12th, 2023 out doing this mess. And then, you know, that area gets hit by a tropical storm type hurricane. Unheard of. And then we have the tons and tons of atmospheric rivers that hit that area as well. You know, it comes a point where the climate issues that we're facing, maybe we should stop trying to outdo God. Maybe we should stop trying to take matters into our own hands when we're doing things we don't know what we're doing because it's causing more climate problems. But, for all I know, that could just be another form of climate denial. We never know. But you have the Mexican government forbidding them. Of all people. Hmm. So as many people recoil at the notion of a solar engineering, geoengineering, or solar, solar radiation management, SRM, as it often as it's often called the idea that humans should try to fix the atmosphere they've messed up by messing with it some more seems fraught with peril an act of faustian arrogance certain to backfire but as it becomes clear that humans are unlikely to reduce emissions quickly enough to keep global warming below 1.5 degrees celsius some scientists say srm might be less scary than allowing warming to continue unabated Proposals for cooling the planet are becoming more concrete, even as the debate over them grows increasingly rancorous. Folks, <clears throat> this is just a thought. But have you ever put maybe a piece of glass or a um, mirror on a sunny day in the grass? And then just wait it a little bit to see what happens. Over a period of time, it creates more fires. Just saying. Now, whether that be the same idea or train of thought on a grander scale. And if you point all the heat back to the sun, then what happens? These are not well thought, thought out. Everybody is doing the spur of the moment thing, trying to get a quick fix. When obviously our climate issues are not a drive-through situation and cannot just have a band-aid placed on them, hoping that, oh, well, that'll fix it and keep us under 1.5 C. Next year, we'll be pushing over that. What are you doing now in your little race to, to stop it? Hmm. And if you knew that all this was only for a time and it had you doing all this extra work for nothing, basically, because it's not doing anything. It's adding more issues that people are going to have to fix 40 years from now, basically. Will we be able to fix them? Will we still be alive by then to be able to fix them? The right things are going. Because if you look at all these news stories and if you look at everything that's being spoken about, this would have you to believe that the population is going to be extinct. And this isn't even going to say what the kids are being taught in school about this climate issue. You know, God knew what he was doing whenever he was building the new Jerusalem. He knew that we needed something, a remake, all new. He knew we were going to mess it up. But we're, what are we to do? You see all this stuff going on. So many people are being censored, shadow banned, hushed. <clears throat> How is anybody with a voice of sense going to get and break through the forefront to get valid information into these heads of these people trying all these things? They're just hoping one of them will work. But what if the, com the combination of all of them makes life or the quality of human life here on the planet 
even worse. What do we do about that? These are valid concerns. Um, it says SRM replicates a natural phenomenon created by large volcanic eruptions. Mm. When Mount Pinatubo erupted in the Philippines in 1991, it blasted 20 million tons of SO2 into the stratosphere, creating an aerosol parasol that cooled the planet by about 0.5 degrees C over the next year or so before the droplets settled back to Earth. Studies suggest that if SRM were deployed at sufficient scale, maybe one quarter of the Pinatubo eruption every year, enough to block one or two percent of sunlight, it could slow warming and even cool the planet a bit. Its effects would be felt within months and it could, it would cost only a few billion dollars annually. In comparison, tra transitioning away from fossil fuels is expected to take decades, and the CO2 emitted until then could make warming worse. Using machines to remove billions of tons of CO2 from the skies, a process called direct air capture, could slow warming but would be fighting itself. The machines might increase the world's energy consumption by up to 25% potentially creating more greenhouse gas emissions because CR SRM could produce effects quickly. It has political appeal. Political appeal. <laughs> it's the only thing political leaders can do that would have a discernible influence on temperature within their term in office, <laughs> says Ken, a climate scientist by Carnegie Institution for Science. Ugh. Oh, and check this. Institution for Science, who is also a senior scientist at Breakthrough Energy, an organization founded by Bill Gates. Kaldari eh. uh, and others say SRM should be pursued with extreme caution, if at all. It could noticeably whiten or blue, whiten our blue sky. It could weaken the stratospheric ozone layer that protects us and Earth's biosphere, biosphere from ultraviolet radiation. It might change weather patterns and move the monsoons that water crops for billions of people. And it would do anything to remedy other than CO2-related problems such as ocean acidification, which is harming the ability of corals, shellfish, and some plankton a form to form skeletons and shells. Folks, this is really mind-blowing how... I mean, it's good that they're trying to do whatever they can to save humanity. But you look at all the strategies and everything they're doing, it seems more questionable. And you look at how political it all is. So we're doing all this just to suffice the demand of while this individual is in office. We're just doing enough now. We'll let the next president, the next administration, work it out. Good grief. You know, this is exactly why I pray for the president. This is exactly why I pray for the administration. Nobody stepping in that office has an easy task. And if all this was flying at you, <clears throat> your first day on the job, you would probably go hide somewhere if it was me or you or, you know, someone else. This is a lot to keep up with. Because not only are you trying to figure out how to get everybody fed, how to get everybody housed, how to help this one over here and more, how to do this, how to do this, your own family, and just put in new laws and try to make life a little bit easier if, if possible. You know, now the whole point of humanity is in these people's hands. So what they do or don't do now how will it affect us in 10, 20 years? Either way, 
I know a lot of you right now, you're like, you know, if I'm a believer and I'm not worried about how it's going to affect me because I already know where I'm going when I get out of here. Hey, amen. Me too. But at the same time, our kids have to live with this. So, keep your prayers up. Keep watch of the weather. Stay weather ready, weather alert. And keep watch of what's going on around you. And protect yourselves and guard yourselves and take care of yourselves as much as possible. And as always, it is a blessing to come to your homes every week with some sort of message. Ah, Lord willing, I'll be in your homes next week. If you enjoy what I'm doing here, share, share, share. You go, you can go to Spotify, uh, Dual Candle Radio page, and click follow to be notified of all the new shows coming out. Until then, God bless every one of you, and thank you for tuning in to Dual Candle Radio.